Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. This podcast is sponsored by Brick Johnson Coaching. Hey, I have some exciting news for all of my high-achieving women out there. That's right. I get the emails and DMs from you guys saying you wish you were my target market. I understand. We need great allies too. And we need allies with well-managed minds. Well, I've listened. So this offer is for you too, because it's a one-on-one offer. So if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, you're a woman of color or not, or an ally. If you're tired of feeling like you can't do more, I'm here to help. My one-on-one six-month coaching program is designed specifically for you. Together, we will work on strategies to help you manage your stress and help you achieve your goals. Because women quitting on their dreams is just not an option. This is what my six-month program can do for you. Instead of time management, we will uncover why you manage your time the way you are so that you can prioritize self-care, giving you more time to do the things you love. Are you struggling with imposter syndrome? Are you anxious with a chaotic mind? I get it. We target the root causes of imposter syndrome helping you gain the confidence and self-assurance to pursue your goals and succeed in your career and your personal life? Do you struggle with communication issues, difficulty expressing yourself effectively or asserting your needs professionally or personally? You'll learn to cultivate a positive relationship with yourself. We'll work on the why this issue is for you why this is happening, helping you resolve the inner conflict so that you can easily take care of the external conflict with others. When it comes to communicating your needs, you don't need another communication class on how to resolve clients' issues. Once you uncover your hidden conditioning, you will have the skills to build stronger, more productive relationship with colleagues, clients, and ultimately leading to greater success and growth in your business and personal life. Listen, if you're a high-level woman ready to cultivate more meaningful and fulfilling relationships, both with yourself and others, and you take your business and professional growth seriously and you want to take it to the next level, you and your relationship with you and your brain is your greatest asset. My coaching program is perfect for you. You don't have to continue putting others first and neglecting your own needs and desires in the process. Because remember, you are your greatest asset. Let's work together to create a life that you enjoy of connection and success. If this interests you, reach out, book a breakthrough call at brickjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Again, brigjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Look forward to talking to you. Hey guys. 
How y'all doing? I hope you're doing wonderful. If you're listening to this on the day that it dropped, it's my birthday. I am 59. And I can tell you, like, I'm having some thoughts about turning 59. Like, it's the last of my 50s. It's like when I was getting ready to turn 50, I was like, oh, excited because I'm like, I'm going to be grown. I'm a grown ass woman. But leaving my 50s, I don't know if I'm too keen on that, but I'm determined to celebrate this entire year. So if you're following me on like Instagram or Facebook, probably Instagram is where I'll document it mostly. I have like different trips, different adventures, all of the things to like just celebrate myself in my final year of my 50s. And ushering in a new era in my 60s. Because if I thought I was grown in my 50s, I am definitely grown in my 60s. And can I just say, I don't feel 60. Like, we're just going to redefine what ageism is, what it looks like for women. And I actually believe my value is going up, not down. So my first adventure just to give you a little taste is first thing I'm doing is in January, I'm meeting with my master coach cohort. Like we did master coach training together. It was like seven of us. I'm meeting with them in January and we got a fabulous Airbnb house right on the beach and we are going to chill. That's how I'm ushering in the year. That's what the start is. But my first adventure will be in April where I'm going to go to Brooklyn, the city I was born in. I know it's not a city, it's a borough, but I'm going to go to New York and then run the Brooklyn Half Marathon. I was born in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Jewish Hospital. And so I'm going to start out the year by relaxing with some friends. And then in April, we're going to run a half marathon. So anybody who wants to come run a half marathon with me, reach out. It'll be April. I think it's April like the 20th or something like somewhere in there. But I haven't made any plans yet. I've just registered. So it's on the books. But that's the first one. And of course, you guys know Kilimanjaro is going to be September, October. We haven't booked it yet. But yeah, Kilimanjaro is coming. Anybody want to climb Kilimanjaro with me? Let me know. Reach out. Brig at BrigJohnson.com for either one of those. But Let's get to today's podcast episode, episode 158. Guys, we are almost at 160 episodes. So first of all, y'all tell me if you're liking the podcast. I'm playing around with format. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm trying different things because we've been going for a while now. And so some of them may be or may not be your favorite. That's okay. But let me know like, oh, Brig, I like it when you do these type of podcasts. Or if you have some things that you're like, I really want you to discuss this, give it to me. Let's go. Or if you just want like, can you help me with this problem? Sure can. Send it to me. All things I see right now at Brig at BrigJohnson.com. Okay, so let's talk about as we approach the year in. 
it's easy for us to get caught up in assessing our progress. You know how we are. You know, we're like, okay, it's the year end. There's something magical about the end of the year. We can do this at any time. But the month of December is like that year where we start getting very evaluative. Okay. Yes, I made up a word. (laughs) Looking at where we are in regards to what we plan to be can be depressing at times. Sometimes we can't see our own progress because we are focused on a certain measurement. You know that measurement that you set at the beginning of the year and now it's here and we're focusing on that. But I want to say, are those the only ways to track growth? We are told to evaluate our growth using money, title, position, and numbers. But that may not always be the best way. And those numbers are supposed to be in this upward trajectory at all times. How cyborg of you, right? Remember, oppression dehumanizes us. And we don't need to adopt that method of thinking for ourselves. We are humans and humans do not grow in this constant upward trajectory. There are seasons, winter, spring, summer, or fall, right? And that means that that growth sometimes goes up, sometimes goes down, sometimes plateaus. All of that is normal It's called being human, queen. You are a human. We aren't fucking machines. And evaluating ourselves using these criteria can leave us feeling inadequate, stuck, and ashamed. So if that's where you are right now, like I didn't do what I said I was going to do. If you're feeling really, really inadequate, if you're feeling hopeless, like I should probably just give up on my goals, this podcast is for you. We don't need to feel stuck or ashamed for where we are and what we produce during this year. This is not the attitude that will get you to create the winning 2024 that you want or whenever you're listening to this. We just can't start out in some hole or a backward point in our mind. It doesn't work. If we don't meet some made-up expectation, because guess who made it? You did. You made up and you just pulled some numbers out your head. That's all that literally happened. But we use that to become very critical of ourselves. And these critiques can lead to two things. We shrink and hide because we aren't at some fictional place that we should be at. This never works because we end up producing even less. So if you're approaching 2024 from shrinking, you're going to produce even less. Or we create some all-in gung-ho plan that has us doing something really big to make up for our perceived shortcoming. This doesn't work either because it's punishing and it's not sustainable. So those two things are a result, those two ways of approaching 2024 is a result of us judging our year inappropriately. So if we judge our year using this information, we make it difficult for us to succeed in next year. That's just facts. I want to offer you something that if that's where you are, 
What if we focused on celebrating? I know, I know, I know. I want you to go to next year feeling like you're the badass that you are. I don't care where you are. If you're breathing, <laughs> you're a badass, right? I know we got this thing with black excellence, but you know my point on black excellence. If you're breathing, that's excellent. Feeling confident, determined to create a plan that excites you, stretches you, yet is doable and not some Herculean effort is available to you. But Brig, what is there to celebrate, you may ask? I think there's something important to celebrate in our journey all the time. I call it the invisible growth. That's right. After doing this, and there's some exercise to it, you will stand tall with your shoulders back, head forward and crown on queen. Opening ourselves up to the, a different evaluative process will prepare us to be confident in everything that 2024 has to offer. First off, invisible growth. Exactly what is it, Brig? Glad you asked. Invisible growth is that small but important changes that we experience that we can't see or measure right away. It's the internal developmental shit. The resilience we build, the small daily victories that don't make it to our highlight reel. But these are the crucial points to our journey. They are the tiny 1% gains done over and over and over again. And when we recognize it and put emotion with it, we actually change biochemically in our neuronal makeup and we become that version of us. I want to discuss this and give you an alternative measurement to use to see your invisible growth. You may even get out your journal and answer each question. Be sure to take your time and noodle on them a bit. Allow the answers to come naturally and expand on them. This isn't gonna be something that we rush. Give yourself a week to do this. No rushing, as I said. This is the pre-work and it sets you up for a great 2024. I know there's gonna be so many podcasts. I will probably do one on creating goals for next year. But we can't create goals for next year and that attitude that I had already talked about. I'm going to also include these questions in my weekly newsletter. Yes, I'm launching. Everybody's doing something new. I am too. I'm launching a bi-monthly newsletter. It's called Unlearn and Unleash. We're going to unlearn some shit and we're going to unleash our potential. Because the only thing that's stopping us from creating the success that we want is some shit that we need to unlearn so that we can unleash it, okay? So I'm going to share ideas for growth and success from our perspective. It's going to be some of my ramblings, but they're going to all be aimed at helping you move that needle in your work and your relationships and in your energy. To get on that newsletter, go to brigjohnson.com forward slash newsletter if you want to get on that newsletter. These questions that I'm getting ready to give you will be in the newsletter. So no worries. 
They will be there. So if you're driving, just listen, but they will be there. Okay, enough of that. Let's get to your evaluating your invisible growth. First of all, let's go with personal growth. We're going to start out with a bird's eye view and then we're going to get granular. Your relationship with yourself. Write down, what are you doing, thinking, or feeling now that you weren't before? Here's some suggestions. Triggers that I don't have or experience less of. Emotions that aren't as evasive. You know, those emotions that take over, like once it happens, like there's a turnover and like I'm triggered and next thing you know, it's three days later, three weeks later. Maybe those emotions aren't as invasive. Maybe instead of three days, it's taken one day or three hours. Notice this growth. Habits that you've gained or retired. What habit have you retired? What habit has it been like, nope, that's not me anymore? Or what habit have you gained? I've created a habit where now in the morning, I get up and it's not a big deal. It's just enough for me to get out and get some sunlight. But I do a 15-minute walk around my neighborhood. Sometimes it's a 25-minute walk, but at the least, I do a 15-minute walk. I let the dogs out, I make my coffee water, and I leave and I go do my walk. I come back and I feel so refreshed. I make my coffee, I do a little stretching for 10 minutes, and my day is ready to go. That's a new habit. If I was doing this evaluative process and I was only looking at my numbers, I would miss that I have started a day feeling refreshed and revivified and ready to go, that I picked up a new habit, right? That is going to help me. So I said, we're going to start out bird's eye and we're going to get granular. So what shit aren't you dealing with that you were previously? Who have you removed from your space that needed to go? And who have you let in your sphere and you're glad that you did? Like your energy is better because they are there. List them out and give a brief impact of these decisions. I want you to see that you are actually growing. You are actually creating the life that you want. I want you to see what is happening. Okay. What about boundaries? We're going to talk about boundaries again, but like bird's eye view, what have you created? And what boundaries have you removed? Because we're always talking about creating boundaries, but sometimes boundaries are like, oh, I'm giving them all the power. What boundaries have you removed to? There's some boundaries that I've removed, right? And they benefited. Like, I really didn't need to make that a boundary. That was more for me protecting myself. And I no longer need to do that because I can trust myself and I know how to take care of myself. So, yeah. I don't have to have that boundary anymore, right? What have you stopped saying yes to? This is a big one. And where have you owned your two-letter word no? Have you put people-pleasing in its place? Remember, there is some people-pleasing because that is like in our DNA to want to belong. But have you put people-pleasing in its place? It's not on the front seat driving the car ending you up in a dish where you're doing shit and then regretful that you're doing shit that you didn't want to do. Is it in its place now? How did you do that? Right? Not just what did you do, but how did you do that? Write that down and give yourself examples. 
This is going to be your blueprint. Like, oh, I'm growing this. This is how I did it. How did I did it? And the reason why I'm getting so granular is because I want you to see that you are creating growth. It's not just happening. You are creating it. The more granular, the more examples you can give, the more impact you can give on this. Like I said, take a week to do this. The more you can see you are the creator of your future. If you can prove that to yourself in this one, when you go to make your goals in 2024, you will do it with such power. You will do it with such informed curiosity. You won't overburden yourself trying to make yourself feel better because you would go in already filled. Okay. All right. When it comes to the tangible things, because I know I had a goal to drop my weight. I didn't. But let's talk about like, maybe you didn't lose the weight or save the money or make the money you wanted. But what did happen? This is crucial. What did happen? Did you find a trigger that had you raiding the refrigerator at 2 a.m. every night that you no longer do? Did you increase your step count? Like you went from five, I was only walking 5K a day and now I'm walking 10 and 12K a day. That's what I've done. Like, what have you done? Have you improved your sleep? Did you make sleep a priority and now you're waking up refreshed? I take care of me. Give yourself examples of how you are taking care of you. Did you cut out the additional wine? Like I used to drink two and three glasses of wine. Now I don't. Why? How did you do it? What's the result of that? Give yourself examples again. Or like some of my friends, did you cut out that candy drawer that's in that top left desk area? And did you fill it with something else? How did you do that? Why? Did you add an extra source of income? You might not have paid off the debt. You might not have got to the weight you wanted, but what did you do? Show yourself that you moved the needle. And if you didn't move the needle, show yourself that you moved the needle in your thinking like, oh, I keep doing it this way, but I'm studying myself and I know I'm going to figure it out. Like I'm watching myself do this thing. I'm trying different things. I've tried four different things. I know I am working on it. Show yourself that you're working on it, not I can't get there. I've tried different things and like not that disempowered view, but I am moving towards it because every time I pick up a technique, a trend, a tactic, I am giving myself information, feedback that is going to help me eventually move that needle, right? I'm in the process. You can celebrate that. Did you pay off something or bought something that you always wanted. I remember when I bought my convertible. I know I've had it now seven years. Yeah, because I moved here seven years ago. I always wanted a convertible. At the end of the year, that didn't even make it on my plan for like, oh, things that I created. And I was like, wait a minute, that has been a lifelong dream all my life. No, I didn't plan for my car to stop on me at 294K. I wanted to get to 300 miles, 300,000 miles. <laughs> I was disgusted at the fact that it didn't make it to 300 miles. I had a plan to buy a new car at 350,000 miles, but I bought the car that I wanted. I never celebrated that. What have you done given yourself that you never celebrated? 
Let's go to a little bit more. Let's get a little bit more granular. Again, these questions are going to be in that newsletter. So are you more compassionate? Where did you choose kindness over criticism toward yourself? Each time you silence that harsh critic, you cultivated self-compassion, a vital aspect of your personal growth. These seemingly small things are huge. List them out and show yourself progress. Let's look at resilience in the midst of storms because you know we some resilient people, right? Think about the challenges that you faced and how you've navigated them. Your ability to keep going, even in the small challenges, shows you how you are growing personally. Think, no small feet, queen. Give yourself an example of how you've grown in the small challenges how you've navigated storms. I know my business has like been more of a roller coaster this year. And I am really celebrating the fact that what used to would take me out, I'm like, oh, you really are hanging in there. Like your bank account isn't dictating how you feel as much as it used to. I'm becoming more resilient. And that is great because My business and the state of my business value is no longer tied to my value as a person. I can tell that I've separated those two. I'm celebrating the fuck out of that. What about your relationship with others? I told you we was going to go back to that. Are you continuing on the personal growth chain, deepening connections, considering the relationships you've nurtured this year? Growth can be seen in strengthening those bonds, in listening more, and being present with your loved ones now. Are you present? Are you on the phone? Did you work on that, right? Are you calling your mom more or your kids listening more intently? Growth is also found in who you've curated away from and who you brought into your inner circle. Again, let's go back to boundaries. Recognize the times that you've established or upheld those boundaries. This is powerful form of growth, reflecting on your commitment to respecting your own needs and space. List the boundaries you laid and enforced. What was the result? Remember, we're teaching ourselves too. What boundaries did you remove and why? Okay, if none of those worked and none of those are like, yeah, Brig. Here are some questions you can ask yourself. (laughs) I know we like to see the numbers rise and we like to see the big numbers grow, but before the big numbers grow, remember the little ones grow first always. So when evaluating this year, make sure you answer and include these questions. What was my overall energy level and emotion this year? How is it different from the previous year? Why? Why? Always answering yourself and staying in curiosity. Why? What was different? So that you can own it and you can see the growth. Even if you're, it was worse, if you stay in that why, that's why I told you to take this as a week. If you stay in that why, you'll get the answer. And that in and of itself is growth. I remember when I was in anesthesia school, my instructor would give these hard ass, like really hard ass tests. When I tell you hard, I mean hard. And you would have to put things together on the test. And I was learning while taking the test because he would put two things together and you would have to formulate what was happening. This is what's happening right now. 
you're learning while doing this process. So you are growing, even if it's just this process, because you're showing yourself what worked and what didn't work and what mindset and what things and why and how and impact and all of that matters. What am I most proud of that I'm not reminding myself of and why? Why am I discounting it is a good question to ask yourself. How come I'm discounting? How come I was discounting the car? What was the biggest struggle I overcame this year? How did I overcame it? This is important again because it shows you a repeatable system. If you pay attention, this is where your growth is. What relationship deepened this year? How did I contribute to that? Again, self-empowering. You're taking responsibility for your growth. That's what these questions are here for. What significant changes did I make this year? Did I get a job promotion? Did I change job? Did I move? Did I end or begin a romantic relationships? All these count as growth because they require a lot of mental energy. And thus, this could be the reasons why things didn't progress in some other areas because that required you to slow down to take care of yourself during those transitions. New job, job promotion, moving, ending relationship, a death of a loved one, all of these are huge. And if you took care of yourself, that is growth. That's like the fertilizer, right? Like the plants don't grow without the fertilizer. That was growth. Here is an important takeaway from this. And the reason why I slowed us down to do this. Our brains are wired to focus on the negative. It's a way for us to protect ourselves. If you don't make the effort to think positively, to see the growth, you probably will see your year in a negative light because it didn't meet all of those numbers, right? However, if you guide your brain to recognize all the ways you've grown, including the obstacles that you've overcome, then you can create a energy of you being the overcomer, of you being successful. That's how you want to approach reaching your goals and planning out your goals for next year. Don't leave this to chance. Not at all. Take a listen to my podcast episode, Play and Fetch with Your Brain. This is a prime example of us playing fetch with your brain. Okay, go back to that episode. I will put the link in the show notes easily for you. Play and fetch with your brain is what we're doing. I'm just giving you the way you do it in this. Find your growth, the visible and the invisible ones, and bring them to light. This is your job to do, not your brain's job to do. Your brain will only give you the negative. If you let this just happen by default, it won't happen because it is designed and wired to find your faults, not your fantasticalness. This is what's going to fuel you for planning next year. Okay? I hope this helped. Again, subscribe to the newsletter, brigjohnson.com forward slash newsletter, and you will get these questions in written form. 
in next week's newsletter. All right. I hope this helped. Let me know. Respond. I'm always answering brig at brigjohnson.com. And listen, if you want to do this work, take it deeper. You know what to do. Hit me up. One-on-one slots are still available. All right. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Did you enjoy this podcast where I have a personal invitation? I want to spend time with you, coach you, talk about the issues that are affecting you. We do this in a community we call the Melanin Hour, created just for us high-achieving Black women. You can register at brickjohnson.com forward slash coaching. And don't forget, Deeply Rooted is where we put all this shit together. We immerse ourselves and we master this. Six months, you, me, and a bunch of women that look like you and got a little melanin in them. That's Deeply Rooted. You can register for the wait list at brickjohnson.com forward slash group. Hope to see you there. Bye.